0: I'm Nurse Jessica Seitz, along with Nurse Erica. We're Nurses Uncorked, the podcast that takes nursing facts with nursing comedy and makes a little cocktail out of it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nurses Uncorked. I'm so excited this week because I have Nurse Erica here. No, that's not why I'm excited she's always here she's sick of me (laughs) it's myself nurse jessica i know i'm horrible along with nurse nurse erica and we have a special guest this week that um i can't believe we waited this long to actually have her on i think we were just trying to figure out how to actually run a podcast
1: (laughs) yeah we we wanted to make sure we weren't complete asses before we asked you to come on oh my gosh you guys are crazy (laughs)
0: So uh, we, we wanted to make sure, yeah, that we knew how to, like, hear the sound in our headphones and stuff um, before we had on um, Redonda Vought. So we have Redonda Vought here, which is a very close friend of Erica's. Um, I'm just meeting Redonda in person for the first time. And um, so far, I like her. I like her. She seems, <laughs> she seems pretty. She seems I pretty like cool. you, too. Yeah. i. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and and she's looking hip and young nowadays like i don't know what's going on but um
1: (laughs) botox is our best friend
0: we might get into that we're we're gonna let um redonda start off the podcast because we always do a drink of the week on nurses uncorked because without the drink it doesn't make sense to have nurses uncorked yeah so um welcome redonda thanks for coming on Thanks for having me and hanging out. And and when I
1: asked her to come on the podcast, the first thing she said was, "Okay, but can I do the cocktail of the week?" And I was like, "Yes, do it." Well, I think first I was
2: like, "Why well, haven't you asked me to come hang out with you on your podcast yet?" Like, she kept bugging
0: me too, and I was like, "I'll talk we're to her friends. in Costa Rica." Like, we're I know, but well, I, and her we hang our, our other friend Masshole Meguido said. He said, You're not oh, ready okay. for Radonda. So That's funny. what he kept telling us. You're not ready. He's so wrong though. For Radonda. He's
1: so wrong. Yeah, he did.
0: <laughs> so every time I would ask Erica, his voice would be in my head, You're not ready
1: for Radonda.
0: I was like, God Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's kept telling, to the point. He kept telling us. I was like. He is. Yes, he is. Yeah. I was like, I guess he thinks our podcast is is crappy. So it's fun. not good enough. But before she, Redonda, before you do your cocktail, I actually forgot you oh. were going to do the cocktail of the week. So I had made it. I'm not, I, I didn't bring the stuff, but I created a cocktail and named it after you Stop. and it's purple. And I was gonna call it the Redonda. You did. I did. I I bought all Let's the ingredients hear it. Let's today. It. Yes. To this. You but, have to do um, it. You can do no, it next no, 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 time. No. I don't. I don't have it. With, I'm gonna do it on our next podcast. I'll I'll do it and I'll talk about okay. Redonda. Um, but I, Erica's like, I told you she was doing it. I was like, see so you guys oh, get your crap. shit together. So it's actually it was it's yeah, but it was purple. It was it's really cool. Well, okay. I'll do it on the next podcast and we'll we'll still name it the Redonda. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, but let's see what you got. Girl. What I what have, you got?
2: I'm, I'm gonna make. I have a pitcher. I, I mean, I have. I have a. a Good a God, that up, looks like looks like a bong. Why does dirty up? <laughs> two objects. So, no, no, it's a it's a pitcher. Yeah, and there's ice is already in here. Part of it melted. While I was waiting for crumb. Okay, so you need ice. You need some gin. I like Hendrix. Just
0: okay. give yourself
2: a little splash. You know, whatever. Okay. I just eyeball it.
0: no, I'm measuring, eyeballer. no measuring needed. Eyeballer.
2: It's fine. You know, I'm in the comfort of my own home. I'm not going anywhere. I I literally, I, there's yeah, a to right there. I'm sorry, in my own closet. Okay, Lemoncello LaCroix. I love these. Those are good. The Lemoncello. <laughs> it has to be the Limoncello. I may put a second one in here. I don't know. Making, now, does it have a name? Does it? Making lemons out of. Making something did you,
0: delicious. Did you I make made this it up, up or is this an actual God, drink? I made it up. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: I'm going to put a second one of these in here. All right. I like I'm a, it. I'm a creative. Two La Croix. And then, okay, so you can use whatever simple syrup you want, but I like different simple syrups. And this, this company is a Nashville Good Citizen, and this is Rose and Cardamom it's really good you could order it online even Mm. but you know again i just
0: wonder what the hell that tastes like strawberries maybe Mm -hmm. i I don't know trying to
2: splashy eyeball it we didn't really have much of a smell but there we are with a taste and then if you want to get real fancy then yeah i've got my cover on my knife here so i'll cut myself just a nice little lemon
0: Oh, my God. Be careful. I please don't slice yourself. That's all we Look, need. this cut on my finger is actually from... It's
2: not from a knife. I was trimming hooves on a sheep yesterday, and she kicked me and cut my finger with her hoof. I did that last week did with you? my sheep. And how do you it, avoid you know, that, Jeff? I didn't cut hell. myself, though. And you have a manicure, too. Please <laughs> I don't, tell me I don't, how to do keep know. a manicure and do that, because... I, I, I put gloves on. I'm I wore failing. gloves. I was wearing gloves. I'm I mean, at life. I, I clearly, <laughs> clearly. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna resheath my my knife here carefully.
1: Good. I'm gonna recap it. Mm-hmm. Recap like, it, like Donna Jones did Reca- on the stand. Who? Recapping the, the needle. Donna Jones. Who? The nurse expert. Who? You know the expert.
2: You ain't got. She don't. To she say. doesn't say that name. Don't say nothing <laughs> okay. at all. Don't say anything Squeeze at all. your lemons in there. Yeah, and then you just you know, if you have it in the picture, it's nice if you
1: swirl it around, and then there you go. Oh, it's a straw.
0: It's for oh. those of you that can't see the video oh, that you're just that's listening. Nice. It 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 looks like she has ordered one for the entire yes. table. Look, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's it it's looks... indiv- Like I can individually size it. Just yes.
2: So, you know, I can keep it classy. You know my motto. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> that's her motto. My motto. Is to keep it classy. Don't
2: read the comments and keep it classy. That was that. That was my advice. Like honestly, throughout your
1: entire trial, even before then, keep it classy. Don't engage. Keep it classy. Keep it classy.
0: Don't read the Erica, comments. Erica, why have you not listened to this advice? Yeah, I've I have been giving know, you that advice for months now.
1: I know. I, I don't listen. And listen, Redonda's always trying to, like, elevate me because she's like, don't engage with the trolls. And I'm like, don't. but this one troll needs to be called out. And she's like, don't engage. But you know what? The, listen, here's the
2: thing. You think you're doing some sort of, you're doing, like, poetic justice to the world by calling out people who have negative things to say they don't give a shit and and you're not going to change their minds, right? If they truly gave a shit and wanted to be there to have a productive conversation, they'd never engage like that in the first place. Those people are not worth the time and energy that you exert on them. They're not worth it because they're never true. You are spending your time your energy, and you're giving it away to some troll on the other side of a digital space
0: who is not deserving, deserving.
2: they're taking it for, and they're taking it. And the more you give, the more they'll take. And then what have you done? I've
0: tried to teach Erica that if you're going to respond, respond with kindness and they won't write back. What are you going to say to that? Oh, keep being a dick. Have a
1: great day. You mm. are very good about rising above, I will say. You're very yeah. motivational.
2: It does. It yeah. does. It takes time. It takes time. You'll get there. I mean, you know,
1: the Botox helps, Erica. I keep reading it in does. the comments I'm, that you need I more Botox. I am a, a firm so. believer. They do. They tell me I need Botox even after I've already had Botox, which is really concerning. Like, what am I supposed to you do with to that? the other
0: <laughs> Bangs. Banks. Oh yes yeah. they
1: tell me to get bangs Banks. because apparently i have a forehead the size of like an airport runway or something
0: why are people so yeah. mean which i'm like i never thought you they're had a so, big forehead so mean. i never did either
1: till i started getting comments and oh, now i can't God. even see it
2: listen you can't take that
1: stuff to heart though you can't if i, took, I know it's so hard if not I took to the though. comments
2: that i read about myself to heart i mean i wouldn't be here
0: Oh, I'm sure that you've heard some doozies. We could do a whole episode probably on um, mean comments to Redonda Vaught. Uh, (laughs)
2: It it doesn't. Um,
0: It
1: doesn't. For the 10 people in the medical community who may not know who Redonda Vaught is, she was a registered nurse working at Vanderbilt Hospital. Back in December of 2017, Redonda mistakenly administered Vecuronium, a paralytic, which resulted in the death of a patient. She had her nursing license revoked in July of 2021, and then went on to become one of the first nurses to be criminally prosecuted. In March of 2022, Redonda was found guilty and convicted of criminally negligent homicide and abuse of an impaired adult. She narrowly avoided prison time and was sentenced to three years probation. So today you get to see and hear from the real Redonda Vought. And I'm so glad that you're here. Thank we you for just, coming, We friend. can just be
2: ourselves and hang out. Because all the other times it's been fake Redonda. Fake. It was fake. Fake. Fake Redonda. She's so <laughs> fake. I hear that all the time. God, she's so good. I'm just kidding. I don't hear that. I grew up in a trailer in South Alabama. Like, I'm not an inherently classy person, you know. By all accounts i was But you just,
1: carried yourself so well throughout yeah. the entire ordeal you did and it <laughs> I was, mean, it I was just very impressive felt like
2: I was doing i i couldn't do i couldn't do anyone any justice being an ass or being ugly like you know the worst thing that happened in this situation is that someone lost their life and What does it look like? You know, even though all of these other things transpired afterwards, what does it look like if I show up on the scene, you know, engaging with the comments and screaming to the rooftops about all of the other things? At the end of the day, that's not what we were there to discuss in court, unfortunately. And so that's where we have to, we have to focus where we can focus. That's done now now maybe i can move on and focus on other things but one piece at a time just keep it yeah. classy you know stay focused cuz
0: i had to be hard <laughs> though like i you know not to get into everything but being like a freaking scapegoat and being I, just the whole thing was just a freaking horrible nightmare so i would um, I, actually i can't even imagine how hard it is you know, to try to bite your you have kids tongue. jessica do you have yes, kids i have four four kids yeah okay so you can get this from both pictures. Like you,
2: as a child, did something, and your parents didn't yell at you or punish you. They just looked at you, and you're like, "I'm just so disappointed." Oh, I hate that. Right? Yeah. You ever given that and same statement to your children, and like seeing the look on their face? Pa- That's yeah. how I felt. Yeah, I felt so disappointed. I drank the Kool Aid.
1: Like referring to Vanderbilt, you were disappointed in Vanderbilt. I felt very
2: disappointed, very let down. Cause you loved working
1: there. Oh
2: yeah. I really feel like what you put out into the world, you get back. And a lot of that is attached to your intentions. It's not just about the fact that you made a mistake, Right. It's your intentions. It's the intentional actions, words, things that you put out into the universe and with people. And I'm just not going to be that person,
1: you know. Even the, the date of your, the day of your conviction and, you know, you you were found guilty. You would think that that would be uh just traumatizing. And it was inevitably, but... You are also so relieved. I was so glad that it was over. I was so glad that it was over. So glad it was over. Because it had been years. I'll tell
2: you, I was glad that Thursday afternoon when they were like, the jury is dismissing. We're done with this. Yeah. That that was a relief. That was it. I'm like, it's done. <laughs> Whatever happens at this point is going to happen. I have no control over it. I have done everything that I can do up and. I have tried to give my attorney all of the things that he needs to succeed. I can't change anything that I've done or said. It's all been the truth. So let's just see what unfolds. But it's done. Like it's done, and something is going to happen, and then time is going to keep moving forward after this, and it won't be hanging over my head anymore with me wondering, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what's going to happen. I just want it to be done. And did I you think so that good. you
1: would be found guilty? A hundred percent. What did you think? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah. I just like my, my gut instinct
2: was that, you know, I was going to be found guilty. I I couldn't force myself. I couldn't even make myself make eye contact with the jury. (laughs) Like I, I, I just, you know, and I don't feel like they ever had an, they ever, I don't think they really ever had an opportunity to hear from me, um, to, To understand anything from the perspective other than what the prosecution, you know, displayed for them, and you know my two-hour testimony that they
1: played, Um, because you didn't testify, but in a roundabout way, they got around that and kind of made sure that they that you did testify. They introduced that as in the traditional way.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. the two hour interview that I did with the, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, they introduced his evidence pretty early on. And, um, you know, I had every intention that, that you of You voluntarily
1: were, you went in and mm-hmm. they said, can you come in? We have some questions for you mm-hmm. long before you were charged and all of that.
2: Yeah. Probably and not you just went in not
1: knowing. Yeah. Not knowing oh, anything. God, and they started so asking naive. questions and they recorded it. They read right?
2: me my Miranda
1: rights um but you didn't really get <laughs> so that this stupid. could be used against you like in I a criminal so, trial down I the so line naive.
0: so But naive. if you've never been involved in anything like that how do you know how would you know like no but people were like would well, haven't you ever watched law and order like
2: you know don't you know when they read you your rights there's a lot going through your head you know like it's all over the news. Vanderbilt's losing their money. Everyone's losing their shit. They're talking about this mystery nurse the mystery patient. And no one knows that it's me, but I know that it's me, you know, and the few people that are around me know that it's me. And I, I like, I, you know, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations calling you. I've already talked to the board of nursing and the department of health on multiple times. And no, I don't know what's going on, but I know at this point, everything seems to be facility driven with Medicare and Medicaid funding. And then I walk into the TBI to the office or it was Medicare and Medicaid fraud investigation or Medicare and Medicaid fraud control unit. And so that's where I was, you know, being interviewed by someone about Medicare and Medicaid fraud. It wasn't until we were done having read my Miranda rights, told her everything. And I don't even know if they were still recording or not. She may have stopped at that point. And she made the comment that she would be sure to let, she would be sure, uh, in reference to the DA, she said, I will let her know that you were very cooperative. And that Mm. that
1: was like is that when something like a light bulb went off
2: that my my spidey senses were you're like uh my stomach my gut feeling was like and and i asked her i asked her you know what are exactly are you like and are you investigating like me or something to that extent i you know i inquired as to exactly what they were investigating and she gave the very blanket statement of, you know, my job is just to collect evidence to see if, um, or to collect evidence or investigate to see if a crime has been committed,
1: you know. And, and that, that was goes... Ramona Smith, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We still hate her.
0: You know, her <laughs> Ramona name is Ramona.
1: <laughs> Ramona. <laughs> so how does it feel to be um, a trendsetter? Being the poster (laughs) child for criminal prosecution of nurses. I laugh. It's not funny. We have to laugh. It's not funny. (laughs) What else are you supposed to do? Like, it's such a joke at this point that it's It's laughable. It's sort of, it started a trend. I mean, you were kind of the first. There was one um, some years ago. Right. Julie Tao was criminally prosecuted and
2: somewhat of a similar um series of events she made a medication error a 16 year old um laboring mother died and um this was before yours or after yours oh yeah this was early 2000s like maybe i want to say maybe 2007 i could be wrong Don't quote me on that but early 2000s um prior to 2010 i want to say 2007 that seems ish um, she was a seasoned nurse and had been working in L and D like many, many years. Um, she was a seasoned nurse, made an honest mistake. The patient passed away, and I do you remember just because that... of me
0: being an L and D nurse? Do you know what mistake she made? Because now I'm like really curious. I've never heard this. There, story.
2: I feel like there was a okay. Now, please, like full disclosure. I've read a lot about this, but I've also read a lot about a, a lot of things, and then i slept since then. There. There was a drip that was hanging. Uh, there was a there was a, a bag.
0: Did hanging. she accidentally bolus pitocin
2: um, when she shouldn't have? No. Well, the 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 concentration changed. I believe pharmacy was either bringing another bag or someone brought another bag and maybe the new bag wasn't labeled. There was there was some issue between labeling. Either the bag was labeled or wasn't labeled, or someone brought it in the room and just hung it and sat it somewhere there were multiple people that were involved there in was attempting big to maybe a series
0: e- of mistakes. Yeah.
2: There was a series of things that happened, but ultimately, you know, it fell on her. Um Julie Tao. It's T H A O. And I wanna say that Medicare and Medicaid may have even been involved in that. Like it was that type of thing that may have led to her being again criminally charged. Because People, people tend to get, um, they don't understand the details, right? Like law has three areas. You can either be administrative law. That's your license. That's regulatory boards and license, you know, boards of nursing, departments of health. Um, if you hold a professional license in a state or something like that, it's administrative law. So the board of nursing, that's administrative law when you're going before those people. an advocate Maggie does a good job of explaining like the shenanigan bullshit that administrative law is, especially when it comes to boards of nursing, but that's a whole separate story. And then there's civil. So that would have been a civil, civil law. If the family were to have come after me, that would have been a civil suit, right? There's a, a criminal And it would charges. just be
1: monetary. Correct. Monetary, it's, it's damages. Yeah.
2: It's monetary. Um, it's, it's a civil suit. It's not a crime. Criminal that's your other division of the law so that's that's a a criminal bureau of investigation of some kind state or local has done an investigation and decided that your actions fit the description of a criminal code within that area for that jurisdiction and now you will be charged with a crime it's not anything to do with the family it's not anything to do with a license all of those things are separate and so Julie was also charged criminally. It wasn't a civil malpractice which was unheard of. Right. Yeah. And so she her case was somewhat similar to mine, but I think, you know, you were talking about being a trendsetter, Erica. I think that this just came at a time when um it was a, it was a, almost a perfect storm of events, right? Like yeah. This happened prior to COVID. This happened at the end of 2017. I was con- I was um arrested uh early 2019 and then you know covid happened um we all know what that was like you know public or in healthcare and then we went into this world where um you know even if we weren't super big on using social media or zoom or virtual that became really the only way that you had to get information or to get with people that was people i think started to utilize that those Social and virtual platforms more than they ever had before, and then that's how we started communicating with each other and learning things and building platforms. And then we come out of COVID, you know, and you've got a whole millions of people in healthcare that are just like they're fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> they done. are fucked yeah. up. Oh yeah, you know? and then we are the courts are. are out of moratorium, and then we're moving along. And administrative law is out of moratorium. They take my license, and then you know. And people are getting in an uproar about this and they're like, hold on, you know, what is happening here? So then the social aspect of it on social media, it, it, it really almost, it kind of had, it took a life of its own. It took a life it of its really own, did. which I never, ever, ever would have, never would have expected that. Never.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that's what... I, I think your case scared the shit out of everybody. It really did. Everyone. To the core, nurses around the world, it scared the shit yeah. out of every nurse. Especially
2: because you just came out of COVID. Well, yeah. You know they saw some shit. Like, you, if you hadn't seen some shit before, you saw it during in, COVID. In
0: all my years of nursing, I always felt like you know, we make a huge med error or something. We know you could lose your license. You're done. You'll never be a nurse again. Like that's something that's always in your mind, but never, never would you think that you'd be criminally charged. Like at least, I mean, I started as a nurse in the year 2000. I I got my nursing license up until your case. I, I never heard anything like this. And I was, everybody, it was just like, yeah, Whoa,
1: what? It was those, like, angel of death, crazy ones that meant to inflict harm. Those were the only ones you yeah. ever heard Nurse of Ratchets. being criminally prosecuted. Yeah.
0: You know, even though they tried to say, well, the lash of the label was blah, blah, blah. Everybody knew it was not a, a malintent mistake. Like, it was not a malicious, like, I want to hurt you somebody. You didn't even everybody know that, that, that you
1: had done it until after. No, it was probably
2: uh oh, somewhere between an hour and an maybe an hour and 20-ish minutes um i have i have somewhat of a detailed time frame but it was a good it was a good while i mean it was probably you know 15 to 20 minutes between administering it and getting the rapid response call 45 minutes to an hour transporting and stabilizing her and putting her in an icu bed and then towards the end of that process, realizing that I had made the error.
0: I can't even imagine what that must have felt like. Like, you must have felt like you were in an outer body experience. Like, that's the only way I could think is, like, you would have to feel like this just, like, disappeared. Like, it existed in the basement
2: somewhere seven stories below where I was.
1: Because you you knew what that meant and what the outcome would be. Oh, yeah for those that don't know it was a dose of a paralytic of vecuronium and uh you thought that you were giving versed. Yeah. And uh she yeah, versed and you're you're a neuro ICU nurse at that point and so you knew what that meant. Right? And what mm-hmm. the likely outcome would be. Yeah, and so, I mean
2: I, I remember setting I sat there in my nurse educator's office after I had told, you know, this, the staff, like the critical care anesthesiologist and the, the neuro ICU critical care team that were in her room told them, you know, that I was aware of the medication error. This is what happened. I did not give her the verse gave her that. And then I went to my, yeah, I went to my nurse educator's office after that. And I, I mean, I, I was, I was losing it. And I said to her, I could have just killed this patient, and if I didn't kill her, what did I do to her? Like, what kind of life is she going to have? What kind of quality of life is she going to have? What did I do to her? What did I do to her family? It is the day after Christmas. Like, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was I was very. Aware I would assume that though, not- but you even though you knew this was the worst case scenario, she probably wasn't going to make it. You probably were going to y- lose your nursing license. I'm sure you thought that. You never in your wildest dreams thought you were going to be charged criminally. I- I'm assuming, correct? Or do you know what I said to her? I feel like I wrote my own
1: in that moment. Oh, I remember I, that. Yeah. Do you, you remember me telling you this? You
2: said. I yeah. said, I could have just killed this patient. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my license. I'm going to go to jail. I said that to Leanna sitting in her office. I could have just, I, I could have just killed this patient. Like that is what came to me before I ever spoke to anyone else, before I sat down and did an incident report, talked to risk management, talked to my manager, talked to like our AC before I talked to any of those people, that is what, you know, this is well before she had passed. This was in the immediate moments after realizing, you know, what I had done. That was, that was the statement that I very clearly remember saying to her and it has come up in my brain so many times. Like I've got, I called it. Like, did I, did I, it's it's what's it's like be careful what you say right you know be careful what you wish for but like, be careful what you say the words that come out of your mouth because you may just manifest it i'm like did i just manifest I bet that this that, shit was you, myself? Though,
0: that was you blaming yourself i bet that that was you feeling like i i did something horrible like you probably just spoke out of like you know what i mean like i yeah like that guttural place of f- fear yeah like i i real i i did i messed up i mixed up the meds i like I'm mad at myself kind of thing. And I, I could see possibly saying that, but I, I don't know. At least I would feel like as I went, a nurse, my, my brain went to the worst place.
2: And that's generally not, I don't, I generally don't go. I'm like a glass, like, look, like, look, you're like, this glass is empty. And I'm like, no, I don't
0: drink in here. You know? All right. I, Erica, I know you have a question coming and I'm going to stop you because it's our midway point. And <laughs> I feel like, yeah, because this is what I do every episode. Redonda knows she's listened to the podcast because if I don't, yeah, we don't care what's going on in Nurses Uncorked. We could be in the most heated debate. We could be talking about Redonda possibly spending her life in jail, but we're going to talk about the problem of the week, everybody. That's what's going to that's,
1: Jessica wants that, to get rid of the problem of the week. No,
0: that, I, I, maybe one day we will, but Erica likes it, so we're going to keep doing it. So, um, and then I think after that, I want to ask Redonda some fun questions for a little bit. Can we do that? Yeah, this? you ask it. It. All right. Okay. So let's yeah. do the problem yeah. of the week, and then let's ask okay. Redonda some fun stuff. I think that that we we got some problem time to... of the week. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I should get a little soundbite. <laughs> <by> <laughs> <laughs> Actually, right. I'm going to steal that right there and use that. I'm going to use Rhonda's voice every week. Go <laughs> for it. Problem of the week. That's perfect. Right, here Do we it. go. All right. I was asking about, Oh, okay. This is. I was asking about posting questions anonymously, and you said to message you. I want to know why nurses and CNAs have never walked off together to get unionized. That would mean fair pay, insurance, and better treatment for everyone. So she's asking why have CNAs and nurses never? Uh, collaborated together and yeah and done some massive thing together i think you could just start with like why haven't nurses collaborated together well yeah that's true <laughs> yeah like
1: that's the bigger issue right I mean... why aren't why isn't anyone getting unionized but um they they do sometimes um i was actually part of a union that represented nurses cnas and allied health so like housekeeping dietary oh, everyone okay Um, But it is it is pretty rare. And that was for a county hospital. So it was it was a little bit different. Generally speaking, unions kind of have like a jurisdictional sort of thing. And so unions can only represent certain bodies of people. And so there are unions that only represent RNs or only represent nurses. And then there are unions that represent um cnas and sometimes lpns and allied health um and there's hospitals and places that have two different unions in the same place one for like cnas and one for rns so it gets very confusing there's a lot of overlap but sometimes they just can't like they they because of the have way the union is, is for set up better term the way
0: the union set up you don't yeah. have
2: the option, I guess. I could imagine that legally it would be exceptionally complex. Seeing what I've, what I've witnessed from the other side of things, and knowing that, and knowing how administrative law works, and that's sort of the guideline for your practice and what's, you know, the oversight
0: of that. That legally it would be very complex. Now talking about a mass walkout. I think to have CNAs and nurses do it would be right. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm just, oh, it would be more absolutely. powerful. But absolutely. But I mean, when you talk it about would. like a yeah, mass walkout day, like it, we're usually just talking about RNs or nurses, but that would imagine yeah. how much more profound that would be if you freaking had uh, CNAs, the LPNs, the RNs, like and anybody that is in healthcare. I mean, that freaking is. Feeling like, yeah. uh, I mean, good grief that, like, Masshole says, that would shake the system to the core. It would shake it to the core. It bring us to our knees. <laughs> that's the only thing that's going to bring us to our knees. Oh, my God. Can we,
2: can we channel our Masshole? Yeah, channel I'm your inner like, Masshole. I'm trying to get the our voice inner Masshole. In, in my- <laughs> your
0: inner channel, channel our inner
2: master in, Channel my. He inner loves you. Meguido. He loves you. Can we
0: make T-shirts? Listen,
2: he needs to make T-shirts. Let's say, channel your inner. I asshole. love him.
0: I seriously do. Oh,
1: he would. He totally yeah. would. Yeah, with
0: his cute face I mean, on it. When he's got this, like, the the expensive ass glasses and the gold chains, I'm like, that's it. I'm <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. He's like, good morning, everybody. I love it. I got my coffee. Good morning, ladies. Hey, I'm going in. <laughs> Good morning, so morning ladies. Funny. I got my coffee. You want to talk about it? Let's <laughs> talk about it.
1: I love that. I had Redonda call him. This is uh, Matthew, the Massol Maguito, when we were in Costa Rica recently <laughs> on a trip. And I knew that he absolutely adored you. He credits you with changing his whole practice as a nurse, um, that you have changed the landscape of nursing. Like, he fangirls over you. And so when we were in Costa Rica out at a restaurant one night, I'm like, let's, let's call him. He's going to lose his mind. And he didn't answer the phone. And then I texted <laughs> him and said, you really want to answer this call. Did
2: I send him so a message? he called back. Or like, did we send him a text or like a video? Yeah, I think we, we sent him something. a video
1: message mm-hmm. and he immediately called back. And then you guys spoke for quite a while He was on getting the phone. ready to,
2: I think, was he packing for vacation or? Yeah, he was going he on would, vacation. Like, leave, yeah. He was leaving
1: the next morning
2: to go on vacation.
1: Yeah. 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 What was your favorite thing about Costa Rica, by the way? Oh, my God. We just hosted, um, we co-hosted a trip for a week with a bunch of nurses so and amazing. a physician and nurse practitioner to mm-hmm. Costa Rica. And it was amazing.
2: I I just really enjoyed the vibe of that country and exploring it with all of these other people that were just just open and down. You know, there was no judgment, there was no bullshit, and it was so great. You know, everyone just we were all there to soak it up. Yeah, it was so easy for us to just hang out. Yes. You know, like I I just I I wanted it to just be an experience that everybody could relax. You could relax, you could let go. You could just for a couple of days forget about the worry the strife the things that you know are on your shoulders every day yeah and just let go of that mhm you know we got to we all got to share some really personal stories and experiences um and i really you know like i look forward to that um i miss like my work has always kind of been my social life for lack of a better like <laughs> description. And I, I mean, I live so far away from everything. I drive, it's an hour to Nashville and I stay busy. Like we're busy on the farm. So now like if I go to the farmer's market, that's my social time. Otherwise I'm just surrounded by animals, you know, and my 44 year old husband, man, child. What
0: about your farm? I want to hear about that. That's one thing I wanted to ask you about. Like, is that something you've always done on the side, like even while you were nursing? Did Were you farming it up? <laughs> kind of like on a smaller scale. And we were working our way up
2: to like a bigger scale. So we bought this place in 2009. And then my husband was trying to figure out, you know, like, okay, we have this land and we want to be able to do something with it. We don't know what that's going to be. Um, and he's a, he like, he does his research. You know, like he's gonna have a plan. That sounds like I'm just my husband. Like, let's wing it. You know, <laughs> he's winging. <laughs> he's at at four thirty in the morning. You know, what's your plan for the day?
0: Oh my god, that's my husband. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I, don't know. I need coffee. At least <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Take a shit and brush my teeth. That's my plan for the day. That's it. I can check those two boxes. Anyway, so he's, he's the planner, right? He's got the plan. He, you know, we figured out and we kind of started slow. We got our sheep. Um, we like for, we took like a year and a half, put in fencing, built a barn.
1: But he kind of prophetically was working towards the farm for you to be able to do that, to sustain yourself because he thought that you were going to lose your license before you did, Right. Well, this is where your plan adapts and changes. That's
0: love. Oh my God. I'm already th- that's love right but a, there. He was already planning for he you. He
2: was, our original plan was for me to finish my, my DMP. <laughs> and then I was going to, I was going to advance my nursing career. And then he would, he was, you know, going to stay home more and focus on the farm that was the goal. Like he wanted to be able to do that. But then when this happened, of course we shifted gears. Right. So then this was like, okay, this has to be something. Cause he, again, he's a planner and he's like, worst case scenario, you're going to lose your license. You know, you're going to, you're going to lose your license. You're, if you are found guilty, like you, we need to plan for the If You worst. won't be if able to pass happen, a
1: background check. You won't right, get like, to get a job. I'll be a felon. Like, how are I, you going to work? Exactly. You
2: know, and I need to stay busy. I need to be doing something um you know i can't yeah, just absolutely the, there were there were a few months there right after this happened where i did just kind of i i existed but i i don't really you know i don't know um yeah it i was just kind of there
0: and you know? he probably yeah he probably oh let... That's got to be. I, I'm thinking about it now. All the ramifications of that, like that's got to be stressful on your marriage too. Like, I, I'm just saying, yeah. like it's you're going yeah. through a freaking I mean,
2: criminal. You know, it was my husband. There is nothing that he would not do to like support me to to you know to fulfill his manly duty to take care of me. You know to make sure that I had the things I wanted, and he. this was there was nothing he could do
1: yeah he couldn't control this at all
0: that's gotta be that's hard for a guy when a guy feel like they can't they can't fix it that's hard for a man I know my husband's just like that it's 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 a feeling of like hopelessness hopelessness and helplessness and he I remember him just
2: When I said to my attorney, because he asked me about settling, like, did I want to, you know, approach the DA and discuss, um, you know, like settling out of court. This was a couple of months before we were going to trial. And I was like, No. I've got nothing to lose. And the way he the way he looked whenever I said that, I was like, I have nothing to lose. And he's like, You can go you know, it was fear frustration like expressed as anger cuz he just has you know a really ang- angry face anyway like this wrinkle brow <laughs> that needs a lot of botox <laughs> yeah he has an angry face yeah. um he just he's like you, and it wasn't i didn't realize what he was hearing is like i said i have nothing to lose but he would lose me so I was like, I don't give a shit. If I, whatever, they found me guilty and I go to prison. I'm not afraid of that. And that, that's not like this hardcore, you know, statement, but I'm not afraid of that. I will, I will get through it. I'm, I will get through it. I'm not a bad person. Like I was like, I'll go in there. I'll go in there and I will teach people how to farm. We'll go plant flowers. I'll be like, girl, you can take this, you know, for your stomach ache. All right. And when your period cramps come along,
1: (laughs) take you some of this.
2: We'll grow some shade. The new orange is
1: the new black. You know,
2: no, we'll just be like, you know, kitchen witches in prison or something. I don't know. I just, but legitimately, that's where he was. He was thinking, I'm going to lose you. I'm going to lose you, and there's nothing I can do and If you just maybe settle or maybe consider this maybe maybe making some agreement, then maybe that agreement could could include like the risk of you it would be planned there would be a plan and a plan that you could execute that I'm sure you would not go to prison and i'm like no i'm not I'm not doing another one of these. Let's settle this behind closed
1: doors where you were not ever going to consider that. Yeah. Never.
2: I'm like I've talked to too many people behind closed doors.
1: You, and you wanted people to kind of hear about some of the the fuckery that took place behind the scenes, I right? I mean
2: I just felt as though if they were going to take it that far, like if you I mean if you're going to go here, then I'm
0: let's go here. Then let's go here. Yeah.
2: If you're going to go here, let's go here because I know I I, what are you gonna, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna do? You gonna tell the world something about me that that they don't already know? I fucked up. I made a horrible mistake. I gave a woman a medication that she never should have received. I killed someone in the worst possible way, and I have to live with the guilt of that every single day for the rest of my life. Oh, and I also told the truth to everyone about it. Oh, and that affected uh really important institutions. Money in the long run, and and it wasn't until that was an issue that you decided to do something about it. The board of nursing was all too happy to sweep it under the rug and say nothing until it was going to affect someone's money. So, yeah, what are you going to say about me? Nothing, nothing. I've told the
1: truth. Do what you're going to do. You were totally transparent the whole time, like,
2: do whatever it is that you need to do over there to prove that you think this is the right thing to do. I don't think it's the right thing to do, but I can't do shit about it. You've made this call now. Like, you've put us in this position, and I'm going to hold you to it. You make an ass out of yourself. You know, you do what you have to do. They didn't do her family justice. They did not do her justice. They did not do health care justice. They did not do criminal defense justice. I mean, it was, a, it was a tragedy. Shit show. It was. You know, they drug her family through that for another several years unnecessarily preventing their ability to grieve and and go on from this.
0: Positively, which if there is anything positively to come from this. For years I've felt like nursing is so divided. Like it, it's just everybody's people are caddy, nurses are caddy, uh ratios mm-hmm. suck, everybody's on their on edge. Yeah. The day of your sentencing was the first day I ever felt like nurses came together that moved me to tears. It was like nothing I've ever experienced before. I li- listen, I, I had just come from the nurses March, which didn't do shit. Didn't mean nothing. And um, we tried, but it, you know, I, I it wasn't moving. It wasn't anything. And then I come and I'm, holding hands with strangers. I'm locking arms with strangers. I have a, a grown man next to me bawling his eyes out. All of us are on edge because we don't understand the words that are coming out of this judge's mouth. Yeah. Like it, it was like, you know, listening to jargon. We're all on the seat of our pants. And it was like for one day, if anything you can take mm-hmm. from that is that I felt like nurses were there and had each other's back I'm gonna get emotional talking about it I felt like for for once even if it was one day um I felt like that's what nursing is like that's at the root Mm -hmm. of everything that is what what nurses are
1: because we could agree on that no nurse should
0: be criminally charged
1: for making an honest error and you know what there's so much to talk about I think we're gonna have to probably do a part two to this Thank you.